This past Tuesday was International Women's Day, and this weekend marks 28 years since women have been ordained in the Church of England. Sadly, this week also marks the anniversary of Sarah Everard's brutal murder at the hands of a man with earthly power, a sombre anniversary reminding us why we still need International Women's Day, even in the 21st century, even in one of the most developed world powers. Not only can money not buy love or happiness, it seems money also can't buy fundamental rights for women. While there have been many milestones towards gender equality over the years, there is still much work to do. When I reflect on the 28 years of women's ordination in the Church of England, I can't help but cringe at the newness of it. When I was born, a woman presiding at the Eucharist was more science fiction than a man walking on the moon. With that perspective, it really does boggle the mind. And there are still outspoken pockets of those who refuse to acknowledge the rightful position of ordained women in the church. Even before the bishop laid his hands on me, I had messages from strange men on social media quoting 1 Timothy 2 to imply their superiority over me and my unworthiness to be ordained as a woman. Over the years, I've encountered many men with a God complex. But I think in light of the gospel reading, I would like to more accurately describe it as a Satan complex. Just as Satan was power hungry and used his power to attempt to coerce Jesus, there are swathes of power hungry men who use their power to suppress women and their voices. On the contrary, Jesus used his power to give women and marginalized people a voice. In the upside downness of the Christian faith, it is those who are the weakest that are actually the strongest. The weak are strong, the poor are rich, and the last become first. I'll now close with a piece of slam poetry that I'd like you to reflect on in light of International Women's Day and what that means for women today. I wrote this piece at the beginning of the Me Too movement when women around the world came together to let their voice be heard. We said, yes, we have been abused at the hands of men, but we will not let their violence silence us. A seat at the table. We just want a seat at the table instead of being forced to set the table. For generations, these collective hips have produced airs we prop on our shoulders, our self-worth dictated by the success of our wounds as we hide the wounds from abuse daily spewed for not conforming. You ask me, why so angry? Because the fight for equality should be easy. I don't want superiority over men. I just want to not have to bend over backwards to be viewed as human. And know this, there's no such thing as reverse sexism, even if I did hate men because the centuries on end of oppressive rule by men over women is not the same as a little bit of criticism. Your masculinity is not being attacked by my feminism, and my desire to breathe free is not an attack on femininity. Whether I wear a short skirt, burn my bra, or stay at home, I deserve equality. And all that means is you and me and he and she and all of we are free to be. Live and let live, you say, but then you expect me to give authority over my body to you? 
hashtag me too. With shock and surprise, you look in my eyes and proclaim I'm not one of those guys. Then why does your silence haunt my dreams? It seems you don't know what allyship is when I'm merely defined by my relationships. Someone's mother, someone's sister, someone's daughter. Beyond my relationships, I carry a genetic truth of centuries-old untold demons, men persecuting women for having an opinion. This is the burden of being born with the wrong genitalia. And I'm done being your punchline, flurry of jokes at my expense, let's make fun of the feminist, how laughable to want a man to want to do what women have done without reward. It's truly a privilege to say you're bored with the feminist cause. You've never had to pick it for your right to vote or work, never had to think twice about late nights or trying not to be too nice, or fearing a smile could lead to a misinterpretation of intentions, fearing a drink is not what you think, fearing the hands of a man, but I don't want you to feel unable to talk to me. I just want a seat at the table.